the natural ones. A bunch of good guys doing bad for glory. And snacks. I know. So, um, for reals though, uh, Bright Axe made a, a good point. Can you guys change your names to your character names? That does make it easier kind of all the way around. And Whatever you say, Dick. Go ahead and get started. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> hey, did anybody get their get their Marvel United uh, yet? I haven't got mine yet. I, I, I got mine today. I got mine today. What is it? Ooh, I got something to look forward to then any day the, now then. The Marvel United Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. However, I opted for the I opted for the split shipping. So all yeah. I got was the core. Right. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. But you know what pisses me off? It's been at Walmart or Target for like 2 months now. I know. Yeah, but you got and exclusives it has, though. And it and it no, the Target one has like an exclusive Venom figure in it which we, we don't get. In our core um, box, right? Unless you buy the uh, the Spider Man, which I did. Add on. I didn't go. I didn't go all in. I wanted to go all in. I just didn't have the money at the time. And uh, but I did get the Spider Man one. I think I got two of them. Oh, I got the Infinity Gauntlet. I got Spider Man. That's the one oh, that I didn't get that, that I wish I had was the which, Infinity Gauntlet. I don't remember which ones we ended up buying. We talked about it so many different times near mm-hmm. the end of there. I know we got Infinity Gauntlet. Because it had the gauntlet. So when do we get it all? On. It probably won't be until January or February. But I did. I did get the neoprene mat, though. I got, I got that me. as well. Because I thought that was like a requirement for a game with those men, that many moving pieces to have like yeah. a good yeah. board. I think yeah. I forego. I forewent the Thor. I wanted the Thor one because it had Beta Ray Bill. Right. But I, I, I didn't get that one to get the mat. Huh? Okay. So when last we left off, um, you guys were trucking toward Sarthea is what it basically comes down to. So you escaped Toth and were headed toward the Underdark. We're eventually rejoined by Lithok, who was the Drow Ranger, who had helped you guys with um, with Bright Axe's escape, basically, uh, from the uh, from the Executioner. Um, you were attacked twice while you were on your way down there, uh, both times by Cord, who had some devils in his entourage, shall we say? Uh, he was looking for his books. He wanted those books back and thought they were very important to him. However, um, he got dead real fast, and then Illithid showed up. Um, the Illithid, uh, whose name you don't know yet, um, basically had a, a um, we'll use the word, the term conversation uh, wasn't much of a conversation, uh, but with Cron Thud and basically has just been kind of following you guys, had helped you a little through the Underdark. You guys heard some different uh, different animals and, and things off in the, in, on your flanks that, you know, did not, did not attack you, um, although you heard fighting going on uh, and have kind of come to the conclusion that he helped you through um, just a little bit. Cronthod and Brightax both had some curious visions, although that was back at the very end of Toth. Um, had some very curious dreams. Uh, Cronthod's included a city... On fire. Yeah, on fire, on the fire plane, in one of the hells. Not quite sure, but definitely a city associated with flame and a river flowing near it um, that led we don't know where. Um, the Illithid seemed very curious about you to jump back to him. Um, he allowed Krantha to approach and talk, like I said, um, and got you guys through. Uh, upon arriving on the other side of the kind of 
tree shroom, I guess is the word I've settled on, because why not? On the other side of the tree shroom forest, you guys decided to take a rest in some dwellings that were carved into the rock face. Uh, this, while the Illithid just sat down there on kind of, so you guys had gone up, he stayed kind of in the valley with the forest and just continued to kind of creepily stare up your way uh, for most of the night. When you guys took your rest, you all spent a little time, uh, many of you kind of finished um, either tinkering with some things or, you know, kind of felt like you not necessarily completed, but you had kind of, you know, finished, you know, some, some self, self-discovery, self-improvement uh, self and, and picked up a couple of new spells here and there or, or what have you, some new skills that you feel confident in, in deploying now. Um, except I, for Meep, who spent a very sleepless night um, in another world, shall we say. Um, he crossed over. He had crossed over apparently to his original world. He also discovered some things about a city called Cold Diablos, uh, and you guys were managed to put together kind of where it is, which is beneath somewhere beneath Cliffbreaker, somewhere attached to Cliffbreaker somehow, and um, and kind of you know some of its some of its potential importance. So as you all kind of awaken the next day, although it's very difficult to tell day from night, um, as you all kind of awaken from your long rest, Meep, you have a point of um, exhaustion, if you'll recall. Yep. Um, but, you know, the day is yours. You guys are still, Kronthud would probably have a pretty rough idea. Lathok certainly would. You guys are still probably a day's travel away from Sarthea. Um, but it should be easier going now as you've, you've passed the dense forest and a lot of what you're going into is is more... Uh, from what Lathak is, you know, is able to tell you over the course of your rest, um, the travel you have left left to do is is less rigorous in the terrain. Although there may be some water you've got to cross here and there, depending on depending on um, you know some seasonal aspects. But you should have a pretty straightforward day of of movement. What do you want to do? I say we continue, boys. Onward. Onward and downward. Brad X, you're muted. Still muted. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's getting it. There he goes. Uh, I'm all for going on, but what's up with Noodle Face back here? You're starting to creep me out a little bit. I don't know. Do you want to, uh, do you want to attempt to talk to him? You want me to try again? I mean, is he following us? He hasn't moved since the last night. But he was following us. Oh, yeah, he followed you. And in fact, you, you, you don't know for certain, but it sounded like, oh, like out in back of Alex and I's house when, uh, when the coyotes are out. You can hear things getting torn up as you move through the forest, but you guys were not attacked. Uh, you know, between him and his intellective hours, you have a feeling that they were shielding you or, or helping you in some way, but you don't really know. Uh, I just so, say we, we don't bug him if he's coming <laughs> with. I suppose somehow we're going to use him later. Like he's, we're going to need him. If it creeps you out too much, we, I could try talking to him again, Bright X. For now, just fly casual. 
<laughs> but not too casual. <laughs> uh, well, just hope he doesn't get that. Was that was kind of creepy? How he sucked that guy's brain out, ate him up. Yes, but well, it was uh, you a, know what? was Brad, our enemy. Don't worry about him sucking your brain out. <laughs> I Karanthad giggles a little bit, like. Yes, that's what's good one there, Meep. Yes. Oh, when Meep is tired, it becomes a smartass. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, All he's right, always so been you... a smartass. Now he's just mean. <laughs> so, so you guys are loading up? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, I haven't done a great job of keeping track of you guys' food and, and telling you when to take it and whatnot, but it's been a couple of days down here, so make sure you're marking off what? There are six of you, three meals a day. Probably 36 of your rations, whoever's keeping those rations. Um, yeah, probably 42 of those rations, whoever's got them. Uh, go ahead and knock them off, please. All right, and with that, Lithok kind of takes the lead uh, and starts marching with you guys. Um, what kind of travel pace do you want to set? What kind of conversation do you want to have where you're going? That kind of stuff. Well, we want to move at a... Good pace. I wouldn't a say medium we're being pace. slow. Yeah, medium pace. Okay. <laughs> we're not. We're not going to like try to tire ourselves out, but we're definitely on a mission. So. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So you guys get to moving. Do you want to have any discussion? Or you just want to jump to midday. Well, Crown Thud, what do you what do you remember of the Sarthia? What are we, what are we walking towards? Yeah, what do I what do I know about Sarthia? I don't know that you would have necessarily been to Sarthia, but you would know by reputation. Okay. It's kind of of the three or four city states that it was a part of. It was kind of the capital, so it's definitely the largest of them. Um, it's it's a pretty big city. It's in a massive underground cavern that is, I mean, a couple of miles each way across. Um, and it's pretty tall as well. There are relatively large buildings in it. It's kind of built, you know, the the center kind of ruling palace is kind of on a hill, and then things kind of level down from there. Um, it, is, it is known for being, you know, primarily drow, uh, although as the capital that was a little bit mixed, uh, there were some Durgar, there were some Sviverwulfen, Sneverwulfen, whatever you guys are called. And a few other different odd, you know, um, races like that. Uh, culturally, they pretty much despised Illithid, um, and that's really all that you know that you can think of. I don't know. Are there some specific questions that you want answered? Maybe I can fill in gaps for you, or you he's not married to his wife. I do not have. Uh, I do not specifically have questions. Bright X, what do you want to know about it? I'm just curious. Um, you know, we've had some sense of what we've been arriving at and what we've been traveling towards before this. And well, my people originally came from these lands. Have we, we lost Brad X. What? Have we lost? We me? lost you for a second there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or maybe you lost me. My connection's <laughs> unstable. Hang on. Let me uh, let me kill my picture here. Oh, 
Nice. Now it just says dick. <laughs> oh, thank God. Pretty wonderful right there. That's awesome. You're welcome. Yeah. Isn't that what DM stands for? Dick man? That's, that's right. Oh, that's my right. gosh. That was All right. That's great. Okay. So, oh, I know why. I've got 300 Girl Scouts on my internet right now. I'm probably going to be a little slow for another t- 10 minutes or so. Uh, um, so, anyway, I was, as I was saying, I just, you know, we've known what we've been going towards to this point to some degree. And uh, even though my people are originally from this neck of the woods, uh, I've, I've never been down here and we haven't been down here for a long time. So, just curious if, if we, if we knew more of what we were getting into, uh, what we were entering here in Sarthea, well, it's good to be aware of which way the winds are blowing. It's kind of make you a little nervous coming down here, I imagine, right? I mean, you're kind of used to the open seas, and almost like you're walking back into a cage of your people. It does feel strange. On one I mean, hand, it feels uncomfortable and close but on the other hand it feels almost right it's it's a very strange sensation uh, yeah because i mean you're basically going back to the place where your people were put in servitude and i mean there's no open sky here and if you got trapped you couldn't get away and people will probably look and at you as a meat, slave when they meat. See you, i don't so. think i don't think you're helping me <laughs> i'm just trying to help them figure things out i understand but you're just bringing up the things that he should be thinking about negatively. The, the beauty of being down here for those of us that are different, you've had to hide yourselves for years up on the surface world. You will not have to do that down here. No, people will just look at you as a slave. See, it's like freedom. <laughs> uh, yes, I suppose Well, that might be true, but most of the beings down here are going to be smaller than you. And consider this, Meep. Uh, at least it's my recollection that we might have actually thought of you as looking like lunch at some point. Well, fair enough. I'm going to walk back a little bit to the Illithid, like get away from Brightaxe, then notice the Illithid, and walk back up towards Brightaxe, and then kind of settle somewhere in the middle, hopelessly. Fair enough. <laughs> so, Brightaxe, I have a question for you. Yes. How did your people come to be um, free if they were taken as slaves and workhorses or cows, I suppose? What, how did you get out to the islands and become sailors and such? Well, the stories my people tell were of a a lone minotaur who made it to the surface many, many years ago. Um, He supposedly was saved from being slaughtered by someone who recognized his speech and understood the fact that he was trying to simply tell the people who were you know, threatening to kill him at that point that he just wanted to get out and to get away. He had no interest in in fighting the city. He was just trying to achieve his freedom. And that, uh, I think it was a cleric, uh, 
helped him and he looked for work and the only work he could find was as a strong back on a ship. That makes sense. From what I understand, a few years later, he, he gained strength and power and returned to the Underdark and helped free some, of, some more of our people. And they established the first of the Reaver clans. Okay. And how long ago was this? couple of generations ago um, long enough where um, we still have clear memory of the Reaver King as he came to be known um, but he also has faded into history a little and into tales and it's been short enough that people may remember your kind down here is that true oh. I'm sure I'm not the only of our kind that's down here. I believe that he was only able to rescue some of our people. So I suppose we should be ready just in case they have still used them and bred them as slaves. And I'm sure that's the case. I, I know other Reaver clans have been, have come from, not only our people, but also those who have been rescued in subsequent missions. And one of the thoughts that I had originally had to uh, try to win Alski to my, my favor was to make my way down here and try to liberate more of my people so that they could join the clan and make it stronger. Well, we may have that opportunity. Okay. So as your morning stretches into, as your early morning stretches into very late morning, um, who's kind of taking the lead on this whole patrol? Well, I will hang out with, I can't ever pronounce his name. Lethok? Oh, Lethok, yeah. That guy. Yeah, that guy, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll hang out with him, and I'm sure he'll be up front somewhere. He will be. I will, I will probably be with that grouping as well. Okay. As we are having these conversations. Okay. And then I'm going to have my uh, steel defender out since I'm kind of tired and kind of okay. have it helping out with like keeping me awake and aware of what's going on around me. Okay. All right. Rolthor and Otham. Well, Otham's not back yet, but Rolthor, where are you going to be? Are you in front of Meep or behind him? I'm going to be behind Meep. Okay. And Croker? I usually take up the rear since people can't sneak up on me. Okay. Um, Croker, you... Did you just say you like it in the rear? I think that's what he said. Uh, no, somebody like... else does that I can't say because of the recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know it is because his... Yeah. Um, so, Croker, you do notice at various intervals, um, you notice, a, you know, different sorts of noises and things. They sound kind of animal noise-like. Um, and every now and again, as you turn around and take a glimpse back, you do notice um, he's silent. You don't really hear him, but you do notice uh, the Mind Flayer guy just kind of floating along behind you. Now, he's a ways back. Like, you see him like 100, 150 few yards back it's rare to catch a glimpse of him because it's rare that the light is good enough to catch a glimpse of him but you're uh-huh. confident he's still back there okay 
All right. What kind of animal noises are we hearing? Nothing crazy. Um, every now and again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, every now and again, you'll hear what sounds like an animal kill, just like a hunting kill. Um, but for the most part, it's just a lot of, you know, it's, I mean, you guys are on basically either really compacted dirt, in some cases sand, a little bit of gravel or rock here and there, um, but you could hear, you know, animals moving through that. There's not much in the way of brush or or continued forest, although on the ceilings of where you are, and you're not in a tunnel, you're in, again, a, a fairly robust cavern. Um, on the ceiling, there is some glowing lichen that provides just a little bit of light, but you guys' you guys's night vision or day, what do you call it, uh, uh, yeah, that stuff, that vision. Dark vision. Dark vision, thank you. Dark vision. I keep wanting to say night vision. Um, your your dark vision is is really being strained to kind of keep up with as, as dark as it is down here. Um, you're not to the point where you're having a problem or anything, but it's just this is none of you are quite used to where you are and, and just uh, just really quite how dark it is. Um, Mine's actually pretty good right now. Yeah, Yeah, you're feeling all right. Um, as you are continuing to move, Kronthud, you do notice at a certain point, you and, and Bright X and Lathok all kind of notice at the same time, and Lathok even, even points it out a little. Um, he says that the water is high, and as you look over, you see what appears to be a, a natural lake stretching out before you, but it is coming up on some of the vegetation, some of the rocks and things like that. Like, you could tell it's higher than its, its normal banks. Um, if that makes sense. Um, and you're kind of skirting around it right now. And he is going to give you the choice, basically. You can pause for an hour or two and try to build a canoe or build, you know, something to get you a raft, something to get you across it. Or if you have other means to get across, you can do that. Or you can skirt around the outside of it. It's not a huge lake, but crossing it would, would save you a few hours. Is there anything that we have around us that we can see that might allow us to do that? Um, what are you looking for specifically? Like any kind of vegetation? Anything that might float? <laughs> um, there's, yes, there's nothing huge like there was in the tree shroom forest, um, but there are various uh smaller examples of that that you can find if you want to spend a little time um, nothing big enough that you could like do a dugout or whatever but you could you could probably lash some of it together and get it to float fairly well well gentlemen we seem to be at the crossroads we can either walk around and take longer or find a way to lash these things together and attempt to float across this lake let's Mafok, float what do you think is uh is there any danger in going across this lake i mean we're in an area now where you know this land presents its own dangers no matter what choice you make right i i tend to prefer to float across but it's really personal preference yeah, I, I say we go ahead and just, like, make a raft. Sounds like a good idea. I don't feel like walking much farther anyway. I could take a rest just sitting and hanging. All right, well. Okay. I suppose we'll attempt it. Okay, so... Um, um, Lothok. 
Lothok, how deep is this here? Do you have any idea? Uh, parts of this lake gets not terribly deep, but you know, ten or twelve feet. Most of it is, most of it is. Well, it varies, but ten or twelve feet is really the deepest that it gets. And how far across is it, Chappie? Uh, probably quarter mile ish. Okay. I mean, you might you might even be able to swim it if you want to try that. It's well, not that far. Idea. Let's go to the Underdark and swim across, across the lake. I'm just offering you options. Underdark triathlon, a minute. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll start looking around for like um, I've got some rope, so I'll start looking around for some logs that somebody can lift for me because I won't be able to lift them. Yeah, well, and you can assume. I mean, Autumn's got that endless spool of cord. I was so. just gonna say, I got this endless spool. I, we got as much cord as we need. I didn't know you were back, or I would have let you say that. I'm sorry. What was that, meat? Well, let's start getting stuff together then. All right. How much do you need? How many pieces do you need? I don't know. What bright axe? What would you suggest? I mean. <laughs> Obviously, you want a big enough base to support everybody. Don't worry about me, though. I We don't need to include me. I'll just walk across. So, yeah. Okay, that sounds interesting. I forgot all about that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I'll start looking around for some logs and Autumn and myself, maybe somebody else who can help us lift the logs, start putting them together. Are there logs around here that we can build? Um, they're not logs per se, but there's there's enough of the smaller kind of tree shroom examples um, that you know you guys can in in it takes you about an hour hour and a half, uh, but you can lash them together. Um, who's going to be doing the bulk of the building on this thing? Uh, what does building entail? It's going to get in the right size pieces and lashing them together and. No, you know, no, I mean, what skill would I have to have to know how to do that? Well, if I told you, that would be cheating. Oh. Okay, so. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's why I'm asking, yes. Yeah. Am I wise no. enough to do it, or do I need intelligence? <clears throat> I, it's going to be, you want somebody with a, some nature skills. Nature uh, um, skills. I, I, I would be happy either. to help, as I have <laughs> some proficiency with water vehicles. Sure, sure, okay. Uh, but I don't have enough of the knowledge of this mushroom type material to know. Oh, I know about that I stuff. I, I think right. I've used that in some potions and such before. I, I think, uh, yeah, those, those, yeah, we can, we can put this together. We'll make it work, right? Axe, we can do it. And me, you, you, with your art, all your know how to gadgetry stuff. Hop in here, man. I think the three of us can make this happen. Yeah, I'm right. just gonna, I'll give what guidance I can to them to like help okay. them figure out. So, Autumn, you're going to make a survival check with advantage, and then you also have guidance. You said nature Four. killing me. That's why I was like, oh, sure, I'll hop in on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, with guidance. All right, so that's a You've four. You got four. Uh, that's a 12 plus 13, 12 plus one, 13. Did you roll with advantage? Oh, no, I will roll. Yeah, you have, you have advantage. 15, uh, 15, 17, 18. 18. Okay. 
All right. So you get one pulled together. You're fairly confident, especially because Bright Axe isn't going to be riding on it. Um, you're fairly confident that you're going to be in pretty good shape. Um, Lithok is more than happy to hop on there. He's he's pretty sure-footed as an elf. He's he's not at all he's not remotely uh, um, intimidated by this. Uh, the rest of you are hopping on. Yeah. Except um, for Bright Axe. Yep. Bright Axe. Yes. Would uh, you maybe just to make sure that this doesn't sink or any way can either Meep or myself ride on your back? Well, I mean. It's I read a story about deep, a, right? I'm only seven feet tall. You know, I read a story about a fox who tried to convince his cookie guy to get on his back and take him across the lake. It's so like the cookie guy. He told the fox, "Was like, hey, get on my my tail, and then get on my back, and get on my nose." And then the fox like ate him. So I don't feel real comfortable about that. I'm good. Uh, it's only a bright axe. When was but the last time you, you saw saying- bright axe eat a meat? <laughs> Uh, Bright X. Oh, you're going under the water, not standing on top. Gotcha. But in the, in that case, I do have this chain. Could you just uh, take us across? Sure. Okay. It's unbreakable chain. So I will put it. Uh, I will connect it to our ship. Well, raft, whatever. Your ship. You're being very generous. So, yeah, okay. I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys, so I'm sorry, how are you propelling this thing? He's going to pull you? Me. He's going to pull. Okay. One, one thing, Chappie, before we leave, I'm going to imbue these four rocks with the ability to, uh, one, to make light, and um, two, to make nonverbal sounds, like just vibrations. Yeah, two lights and two vibrations. You're making two vibrating rocks. Yeah. <laughs> That glow. Two that will glow upon command and two that will vibrate and make noise on my command. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, you guys head out then. So Bright Axe, you're pulling this thing along. Is that my understanding? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So you get moving. Um, as you guys get out, you get about 15, 20 feet from shore and you realize you're going to get wet doing this. But it's not bad. It's it's the raft is holding, um, but it's you know some some water's coming up from between. It's 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 a little janky, but it's gonna you, you're fairly confident it's gonna make it. I think um, the word you're looking for is impressive. Impressive. That's right. It's <laughs> it is. Um, Thank you, Cronthud. The the likes of this raft have never been seen. There before. you go. That's a much <laughs> yeah. That's, I like that. that. Is such a better way to put it. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Bright axis. You are moving along. Um, you feel things. Are you, how are, how are you like, are you underwater kind of walking and pulling this thing? Is that what you're that, doing? Or that you was my swim? plan. Yeah. I, okay. My plan right. was I was just down there walking. I can breathe underwater. I'm just walking. Okay. All right. Very good. <laughs> um, as you are down there, you see a lot of different, first of all, there's a lot of different, um, kind of vegetation on the bottom of this thing. It's mm-hmm. not giving off much light, but you can tell there's a lot of, you know, whatever the underdark equivalent of seaweed is. Uh, there's Does a lot of it. Does it taste good? Um, uh, well, you, go ahead and try some. Yeah, so you'll have to try it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I probably will. 
Okay. All right. So you start munching on it. Uh, make a constitution check for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Save or check? Just a check. <laughs> Come on. The dice aren't working. I'm going to pull my dice out and use them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've given up on the D&D. I just roll real dice now. That's uh. That's a whopping seven. A whopping seven. Yeah, it's not quite sitting right with you. It's making you feel a little green. You're not poisoned or anything, but it's just, you know, it's it's probably, you know, for, for someone whose people, you know, going back eons or generations at least, um, you know, many of whom were raised vegetarian or raised on this kind of stuff, um, it's really just, it, it's not quite hitting. But, you know, you don't throw it up or anything. You want to, okay. but you don't. <laughs> all right so as you guys continue to move further out um croaker probably um you're gonna notice well author make a perception check and croaker what's your passive perception it's like 17 or something isn't it 28 uh, no <laughs> uh, 24 24 oh wait a yeah. minute wait a minute yeah passive perception 24 Jesus Christ. Okay. I got a 14. 14. Okay. So with, you don't with, notice it. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. My passive is 16. So no, you, you oh, need okay. to make a perception check. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, Croker, you see um, off in the distance a, a little ways, not super far, but I would say probably 60 feet. Um, you see ripples in the water. And it's they're starting to... You know, it, it starts as almost like a drop where the ripples kind of, you know, they come out of a central point and they go outward in a circle, kind of like the Jurassic Park thing where, it's, you know, you mm -hmm. the water does one of those things. It's a little bit of that at first, and then it starts, there's a couple other of them, and then you see them just start to slowly move your way. Hey, uh, Do I see anything underwater? I can see uh, 120 you, feet. 120 feet? Yeah. Uh, make a perception check. Let's see if you're, you're paying much, much attention. Hey, me. Oh, let, hey, uh, back here. Um, let him know there's something ahead. Everybody get prepared. There's something under 14. the water. 14. Um, you notice the water has taken on a different... It's almost like the water's warmed up a little and become almost oily. I zip up my pants after peeing <laughs> in front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. This was off oh, to your yeah. to your right flank, by the way. So it's right. it's off to your uh, what would that be? Starboard side. Guys, I, I got these rocks, and and like two of them will light up for like five feet, and the other two will just make this this vibrating sound. Because I was thinking we could throw them, like, and maybe if something came up to us, it might pull their attention that way. Because I'm thinking not a lot of stuff can see here, so a light that might affect some of them, and then the others might feel the vibrations in the water. Well, I point, I point in the direction of where the uh, ripples are. It's okay. getting closer like, as you're having this conversation. Throw it that way, and everybody get prepared. Throw these rocks, but I can't throw them very far. So you, you're stronger. Throw them out that way, away from, away from I the take the rocks, and I throw them. I try to throw them behind where the ripples are. Okay, make a dexterity check. Really? Ooh, yes, 18. Sweet. Okay. So you land them pretty close to where you want, and they go bloop, and you were aiming for behind the ripples, you said? 
Yes, that way it kind of okay. turns them around. Okay. So, what, Meep, when do these, how do these activate? Are they active so when he throws them? Once, once I say the words, so they would have lit up, but then they would have thrown over and then landed lit up behind them. Okay, so. so they were lit when he threw them, though. Right. Okay. All right, so you guys see them kind of streak across, um, and they do a pretty good job. And, and because there is such poor light, this little bit of light does a pretty good job of, of illuminating the area around it. Um, and you see almost they're, they're almost these weird kind of flipper tentacle things they're kind of like the Dianaga in Star Wars but instead of a eyeball there's there's like these little flipper graspy things um, and they land so that the two rocks that are lit land behind them um, and you see they immediately flip and turn that way and then when the vibrating rocks go in there's a huge commotion and water starts just splashing everywhere and it's it's going after something um, you assume you assume that that means your trick has worked, but it's probably time to get moving. Move um, faster. Yeah. So, um, Bright X, why don't you go ahead and make a strength check for me? That is an eighteen. Okay. So with that, Bright X kind of he he notices or has noticed enough with the the change in the viscosity of the water and he would have seen you know the commotion underwater and, and felt kind of the the rift of that he starts picking up the pace um everybody make everybody who's on the raft i guess including the fuck um go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me not 20 okay jeez Uh -oh. Yeah, gets a couple gets a couple points of constitution and starts blowing away all his dex saves. Too. <laughs> no, dude, my dex is high anyway because I, I got plus three on top of the twenty. So, all right, roll throw. What do you have? All right, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, you're fine, Croker. Uh, thirteen. Okay. Uh, Autumn was a net twenty. Kronthud. Seventeen. Okay, and Meep. 23. 23. Okay. So you guys are a little surprised when Bridex kind of turns on the gas and the whole thing shifts forward. And you know how sometimes like if you're on an inner tube and a boat or something and you pull it and it goes down a little bit and then kind of bobs back up. It does one of those things and Croker actually wrenches himself and slips off of it into the water. He doesn't fall like crazy or anything like that, but he's now wet and kind of next to you. Like grab onto the raft. Okay. I'm gonna help him up. I'm gonna grab him and pull him up. Oh, I think you should. Give me a strength check. Hey. <laughs> somebody somebody help me. Okay, I'm doing it, man. Forget Do you. It. I'm doing it. Do it. You're doing it's it on your own, bud. <laughs> Ten. Ten. You have a hold of him. You you have his shirt sleeve, and you are pulling like for all you're worth. You in fact you start to feel a little uh, little tear in your side, and realize uh, maybe I shouldn't be putting this much effort into lifting this guy. But uh, no, you're all right. So you're kind of hanging on to it. Um, Come on, guys, help me get him up. Come on, I'll help. Quick. I'll help him get him. I'll, I'll help him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With your minus it's, one strength. It's. I have it's plus simple. two. 
I, I really just wanted to screw with Meep a little bit. So, um, no, you guys are able to, you, you kind of pull him up over the side, um, but now you notice there are ripples coming from both sides. So you have starboard and port side. You have ripples coming towards you. Although the one that's on your starboard side, the one where you had thrown at, he, he backed off a little bit. He lost some ground on you. All right. Well, I'm going to pull out my pistol, cock it, and be like, ah, shit, guys, get ready. How far do we have before we get to the other side of anywhere? You're actually, you're getting fairly close. It's not like it, like I said, it's a huge lake and you guys were going for a while. So it's, you've probably got another, oh, 50 yards, 40 yards, 50 yards. I'm sorry. How far away are these creatures? Um, They are probably about 80 feet in closing. I'm going to take a shot at one with Firebolt. Might as well not wait. Okay. Um, in that case, go ahead and roll initiative. I don't know. Do you guys see any reason oh, to wait? That, that sounds like nope. a Rolthor move. And... Nope. <laughs> Rolthor is down with that. Yeah. All right. Um, any, anybody uh-huh. Anybody? Um, 25 through 20? 20. Uh, 21. 21. Okay. 19 through 15? 18. 17. 16. Wow. 16. I'll let Pronta go first. So it was, I'm sorry, Otham was 18. Who was 17? Brightaxe? Brightaxe was 17. Okay, and then 16 was Rolthor and Kronthud. Yes. And we're letting Kronthud go first. All right, Meep, what'd you roll? Six. Six. All right. Um, wow. That's okay. All you fuckers beat him. So every single, I rolled a three. So every single one of you beat him, which can only mean good things for me, I suppose. All right. So you, um, Meep, you are going to go ahead and take this shot at him. Now, he hasn't broken the water yet, so you're just firing at the ripple. Is that correct? Can't hear you. Yes, anything that I can see. Okay. All right. So what you're seeing right now are ripples. So go ahead and take a okay. shot. You're going to make this shot with disadvantage, but go ahead and make an attack. Okay. Yeah, that's a miss. <laughs> How much I, of a miss? I, need a, I rolled a five, so there's no way. Okay. That's not a misfire though, right? No, I was just using my, uh, I was actually using a firebolt. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. I was thinking. Yeah, that 80 okay. feet away, it'd be better if I used a spell at that point. Okay. So you you fire off this firebolt. You hear it sizzle. Um, it does light up the chamber enough that you guys can see the ripples are, are they're getting larger. And this thing, because of the way it's, it's kind of run along the bottom, you realize this thing's pretty big. And the water, you know how when a submarine comes up and the water starts to go over it a little bit, but it's still, you know, it's still on it, but it's moving quite a bit. It's doing one of those things. It's coming straight at you. Um, all right. So that was Meep's uh, shot to start this whole thing off. So we're going to start the top. Croker, it's coming at you. All right. So I am going to uh, hold my action. I draw my axes and I wait for something to break the surface of the water. Okay. And then if something breaks the surface of the water, I will take a shot at it. Okay. All right. Awesome. Um, I am not going to wait for it to break the surface of the water. If I see that kind of that ripple coming up, I'm going to uh, 
point my hand at it and I say, Ma voix, l'explosion to cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. Three beams, I'm going to shoot right at it. Okay. I have a tw- you said it was closer to 120 feet, right? You said 80 feet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's closer okay. to that. Um, and it, it automatically hits, right? Eldritch Blast, I don't have to roll no. for a hit. Yeah. No, you roll so for it. So it's. Uh, yeah, you got, roll, no, no, you, you roll for you, hit. Oh, I do roll, roll for, for hit. Okay. You're thinking of magic missile. All right. Yeah, that's it. Oh, well, evidently I missed. So that's a four. You roll one for each of the beams. Oh, Correct. okay. Correct. And that's not much better. That's an eight. And that's a 14. No. Okay. All three are misses. All right. So you kind of palm up and um, same thing. You guys are, are, you're getting a ton of light there toward it, um, but it's really not. You're, you're not you're not connecting for whatever reason. Uh, Brightax, you are still tugging this thing along. What are you going to do? First, I'm going to look over. Do I see it? Um, within at 120 this feet. Point, yeah, at this point, you do see it. It's, it's large. Um, make a... You can make either... You're not going to like either of these, but make either a history... No, make either a nature or an intelligence check. Okay, let's see here. Nature check is a better choice. That's a 15. A 15. You would recognize this. You haven't ever directly come in contact with one of these, but you would recognize this as an aboleth, which is a a pretty large kind of half whale, half killer shark, half octopus looking thing. It's, It's got a lot of halves to it. Um, and it's coming straight at you, but you, you do recognize it from legend almost immediately. Okay. Um, I'm going to continue to pull and uh, swing my axe over and point it towards it and unleash an Eldritch Blast. Okay. Uh, I think one will hit, unfortunately. Um, that is, uh, yeah, so it's a 12 a 10, and a 25 to hit. Yep, your 25 hits. Okay, so D10. That's four points of force damage. Okay. And I keep pulling. Okay, you keep chugging along. All right, uh, Krantha. Hmm. I do not know. I think I will, at third level, I will cast Bless. I'm going to put my hands together in a small prayer and bless all of my compatriots. Okay. And Bless does what for them? I take that back. I have five i have six compatriots is uh is our friend going to be in battle as well did you he is okay so i will cast it at fourth level so that everyone for the next minute as long as i keep concentration um you get an extra d4 for any attacks okay or attack roll or damage roll uh attack roll okay or a saving throw either one okay so I bless everyone. All right. Kill the so board everyone, be with us. 
Everyone is blessed. Blessed be the natural ones. Okay, roll Thor, your turn. All right. Um, I'm just going to see what happens here. I'm going to cast Magic Missile at second level. Okay. Just to see, because it automatically hits. So do I roll one dice that counts for each dart, or do I roll a dice? You roll, per... you roll for each dart. Okay, for each dart. If you're casting a second level, that's, I think, four, four darts, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 12 points. 12 points total? Yep. Okay. Okay, so you let off, you just let off a spray. I'm, I'm making hand motions for you guys and realize my camera's not on, so it doesn't matter. Um, you just, both your palms, again, palms up. Um, magic missiles just escape from them. They almost leap from your arms. Um, and they go down, and you hear a terrible roar from this thing. Um, it definitely felt that one. And again, it is splashing water, and um, it still just continues to move you. Um, Meep. All right, so I'm going to take out um, one of my uh, ball bearings, and I put it in my hands and cut my hands and whisper some words of magic in it, and it turns into like a silverly, silverly, silverly liquid. Can't say it. And then I pour it onto the chain, and it travels down the chain and um, infuses in the back of, of Bright Axe, and I cast Sanctuary on him. Okay, so and what does that, that do for him? It ward a creature within range attack, range against attack. Um, so he is he within 30 feet of me, I would assume? Bright Axe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Okay. Now, All right. Yeah, Bright Axe wouldn't know the rest of it, so I'm not going to say anything. Okay. All right. So with that, you cast your little bless whammy, and it goes down the chain, and, and roll through, or roll through. Bright Axe, it's almost like somebody just kind of gooses you. You just feel this little, woo, what was that? Um and out of the water lift these two enormous tentacles, and they are going to come down. Um, Croker and Meep, you guys were the two closest to the side because you had pulled them up. Okay, something about uh, tentacles. Got it. <clears throat> yeah, something about tentacles. That's all you need to know. Tentacles, bad. Um, and they are going to attack. He is going to attack. Where did it go? There it is. All right, so the first one is going to be at Meep. The second one is going to be at Croker. But as soon as they uh, break the water, I get my attack, I assume, since I'm waiting for them. Yeah, you get it as a reaction to him, so you'll get it as soon as he's done. Um, mucus cloud. That's not the one I wanted. Uh, yeah, these are both going to hit you guys. I got a 24 for Croker and a 26 for Meep. Um, that's going to be... For Croker, that is plus five, 13 points of damage. And for Meep, it is 12 points of damage. Okay, I'm going to use my uncanny dodge. Okay, to take half? Yeah, take half. Okay. And then both of you go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Remember, you get your plus four, your, yep. your D4. Sweet. 
Oh, nice. Uh, 20. Okay, you're fine. You feel something kind of sink into you. Like when this thing hits you, um, you know, the tentacle, it was blunt damage. It wasn't like it was raised, you know, razored or sharp or anything like that. But you do feel these little pucker things on you, and they, they tried to attach to your skin and inject something into you, um, but it didn't do anything. Uh, oh, okay. there, there was no effect to it. Like some um, sort of no, poison? It's, no, it's not poison. You you would distinctly know based on, you know, based on your ability to tell um, it was not a poison, uh, right. but it was something that you felt had the potential to make you sick. Uh, Meep, what'd you get? I got a seven, but <laughs> I think I have something that might help me. So, well, I can't find it. There's too much stuff on here. So I'll just take it. What happens? Okay. So you um, are diseased. Okay. Um, so it's not going to have any effect right away, but you can feel yourself getting sick. Um, and you can feel your, your skin, you break out into what's almost a sweat, except you're reptilian and you don't really sweat. Right. Right. But it's, you've got this kind of slimy, like coating that is coming out over you. You're not quite sure what it is, um, but it's fairly gross and you realize you're not feeling real well. Okay. So is that poisoned or I'm not seeing it as It is not. No, it's it's not a condition. It's it's something that's happening to you. It's a disease. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then you might want to go get a shot and get that cleared up. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. Because when yeah yeah when you when you have things on you starting to drip and you don't get a shot it's bad. <laughs> uh, is that is that from experience, DM? <laughs> well, you know who the experience was with, but I can't say it. So. Oh. <laughs> Okay, um, and so this thing is also then going to burn a legendary action, um, and it's going to swipe its tail up, and it's just going to bring it down right in the center of the raft. Oh, don't um, I get my attack on its technical? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Take the attack. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about you. It's all yeah. right. Take your shot. Yeah. All right. Let's see what I got. Do I get a D4 on all these things? You get all a D4 attacks, yes. every time you attack. Good Lord. All right, hold on. So the first one is a... Uh, I'm doing math in my head now. 19, 20, oh, 21, 22. Man. So first, first one's a 22. Second one is a 12. Misses. Third one is a... Eighteen, uh, twenty, non-natural okay. twenty. So you get two hits. All right, so I get two hits. It's uh, it's a lot of dice to roll. I'm sorry. That's okay. And then he has to add. Yeah, that's the worst part. All right, so I am going to do. That's. Five. That's fifteen points of damage. Okay. And then I got two hits, correct? Correct. Yes. So it's six plus uh, that. And I'm going to use my uh, newly found thing and re-roll one of those. Because okay. it was only 11. 
So I get to pick which one. So it was either 11 or 11. <laughs> okay. So I'll take 11. Okay. Well done. So that was uh, 20, what, 27 points of damage, I think? Yep. Math! Okay. And with that, it now takes its tail attack at you. Um, it's not taking any of you in particular. I need everybody who is on the raft to make a dexterity saving throw. Don't and forget then, your D-force. Don't forget your D-force. Yeah, everybody on the raft takes a dexterity saving throw? Yep. Sorry. Oh, All my right. God. So, Croker, what'd you get? 15. Okay. Gosh. Roll Thor. Uh, with the plus four, eight, <clears throat> 18. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say eight. Okay. Uh, Bright X is not on it. Awesome. Um, has anybody not rolled yet? Uh, I'm asking because I have a, I can cast resistance. Well, it doesn't have to be a reaction. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. Yep. You don't right. have to do that. Sorry. Yep. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's a, and when you said, yes, we get the D four with this or no. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank God. Cause I have a seven. It's not going to help you. For which? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless you have that magical D four that's worth twenty. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just give you all four on that and write that down. Granted. <laughs> I got sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. And Meep. I got a six. So I look at Otham and say. I feel sick. And he goes, you look hot. Grabs me and jumps overboard with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So um, Meep and uh, Meep and Otham and Croker, actually, all three of you take a um, dive. are now in the water. You take a dive. What? And that tail comes down and it slaps the boat. Ooh. It's going to do – okay, it hits it. Um, it does not actually break the boat. Yay. So it, it slams the boat, and you guys rock back and forth. Croker and Off and Meep took a dive into the water, um, and that's it. Everybody else manages to, to – you don't necessarily keep your feet, but you stay on the boat. Um, it's pretty fucked up at this point, though. It's not going to take a second shot like that. Um, with that, Lithok is going to look up and he is going to cast Fairy Fire on the Aboleth. And that is, I think that's that's a Dex. Oh no, he just. Oh, there it He's is. He's all like, what? Lithok? Yeah, pretty much. Uh. Uh, he, rolled, uh. he rolled balls. Okay. So the Aboleth is now, it does have Fairy Fire on it. Um, which gives you all advantage on your attacks against it. Um, and at this point, you all can see it just fine. Um, at that point, so Croker Meep went off one side. Awesome, you went off the opposite side. You go under um, and feel tentacles wrap around. Well, I got to make an attack, I suppose. Tentacles are coming at you. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's going to hit. Um, that's going to be like a 27. 
Well, you know, oh no, I got a great armor class. I'm good. <laughs> that constitution did me right. No. Yeah, okay. that, that hit. So you hit you go underwater and almost immediately another one hits you and this comes from the other side. It comes from the side you fell off of. So the the other two fell off the starboard side, which is where the Abloth was coming from. You fell off the port side, and another one is is there and it has hit you for 63 points of damage and uh, only out. only only 15 Autumn may still be out and yet uh, no. Autumn is still out <laughs> yeah 15 yeah. and i need you to make a uh constitution saving throw do i still get to use a d4 mm -hmm. yes until something bad oh. happens to me wow why would okay uh so my plus zero constitution yay it's not negative um i have a seven three Does plus four d4? seven Okay. Um, you immediately, almost the same thing as me. Um, it's this thing hits you and it hits you hard. It actually moves you um, under the boat and you actually, your, your legs, you kind of kick and realize you're kind of kicking bright axe right in the butt cheek. Uh, Cause it really just pushed you a little ways. Um, and you feel these, these kind of sucker things on its tentacle. They hit you and something injects into you and you realize just immediately like something's wrong. Tentacle porn. Something's Tentacle. very wrong. Something's yeah. Something's very wrong. All right. Um, it is also going to. No, it's not. It's good. You and um, you said I'm. I'm not poisoned. What am I? Am I? Your your disease, which is disease. not a condition. I'll, okay. As it progresses, you will find out what it's all about. Fantastic. So I react to its attack. Can I do that? I can react, right? Even though I'm underwater? You can take a reaction, sure. Uh, can I react with... Uh, where did it go? Dog on it. My reaction is that I try to cast Hellish Rebuke. Can I do that underwater? Uh, is it going to require a verbal component? Um, yeah. Verbal and somonage, whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, well. You can, I will let you try it, but with, you're going to, is that a, um, what it's, is, is it an attack or do I do a throw? Uh, it's a, um, you have to do a saving throw, deck okay. saving throw of, of, uh, deck saving throw. Uh, you take 2d 10 fire damage. Oh, I'm sorry. Higher levels. I don't know. What do I, what do I need to hit? Oh, What's the DC? uh, 11, 11. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a problem. So I hit it. You so you can still give me the half damage though, but I it's okay. Second level or higher. Oh, I didn't. I can't do that. All right. So two d ten. Yeah. Five hours later, and that is nine. So four points of damage. Okay. All right. Croker, it's back around to you. All right. Uh, how far away is the uh, shore? You guys were actually moving at a decent clip. Um, I would say, what did I tell you earlier, Brad? It was about 50 yards away, 40 yards away, somewhere in that neighborhood. You probably, that was around. Brad, what's your movement? Uh, 40. 40? Yeah. So you're probably, I mean, you're closing in on the shore. You're probably still. I don't know. I don't want to math that, but you're probably still 30 yards away. 
All right. So am I... It's worth noting, you just went underwater and you're kind of getting your bearings. You know how when you first get thrown into water, you don't know quite which way is up? That's where you are right now. So it's... It, you don't have to roll forward or anything, but just know you just got wet. I just got wet. All right. I am wondering... And you said we can't do verbal spells? Um... I am because I don't want the game to not be fun. You can do them, but you're gonna either you're going to the creature will have advantage on a save or you will have disadvantage on a cast. All right. On an attack, I mean. Does it matter with him with his throat slit? I mean, you know. Yeah, I mumble anyway. Uh, <laughs> wow, all of my spells have verbal on them. Yeah. I find that completely ironic in your situation. Yeah. I mean, you could use your movement. You could, you can surface. Don't feel like you can't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he got, he got hit when he was underwater and he was trying to use a reaction. You can surface. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I will yeah. surface. And then I will uh, point a finger at him and shatter. 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 So you have to make a con save of 15. Okay. 13. Yeah, that's a 19. All right, so he takes uh, half damage. So... He takes... Oh, do I get the D4 as well to that? Oh, no, no, that's no, just on attacks. Damage. That's right. just on attacks. All right. Well, then he, he takes five points of damage. Okay. Womp, womp, womp. Okay, awesome. So, <laughs> I... Uh, Look behind you! <laughs> I'm on a boat. Um, I'm going to, because I'm in combat, right? I'm going to use my bonus action to wild shape into a hunter shark. Okay. Look at you go. All right. Uh, hunter shark has 45 hit points. Um, I've got blind sight, 30 feet, passive perception of 12, and I have a That's bite fine. melee attack. So okay. um, I'm going to try to bite whatever it is that's wrapped around me. Okay, so you whoop, um, do this weird thing. Now, he didn't actually, he didn't grapple you. He had just hit you and oh, kind of okay. knocked you away. Okay. So you I, turn into I the spider shark. Yeah, is there anything within 30 feet of me? Uh, oh, he's within 30 feet of you. Okay. He's just not okay. grappled you. Okay, I'm going for him. I'm swimming okay. at him, and I want to attack him. I have a, okay. a swim speed of 40 feet. So Okay, yeah, not a problem. Um, and he's already been damaged right he doesn't have all of his hit points correct okay so i have blood frenzy i have advantage on melee attack rolls against any creature that uh doesn't have all of its hit points okay and is my minute still going do i get the d4 mm -hmm. all right um so here we go uh plus six to hit i've got a 17 plus six 23 to hit uh 23 hits 25 actually um Cool. 
25 hits for 2d8 plus 4 piercing damage. Oh, wow. That's great. 7 piercing damage. Okay. And that's it. All right. So you um, bite into this thing, and it doesn't like it very much. It starts kind of shaking at you, but that's all it's going to do right now. Okay, Bright Axe. I think I'm going to rage. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm going to go over and swing my axe thusly at it. Uh, <laughs> at which one? Are you going for the one that has fairy fire or the one by um, The Otham? fairy fire one. Okay. Of well. course. Um, which gives me advantage. Yep. Okay. All right. So swing and a swing. Uh, let's see here. That was, oh, shite. Okay, so that is a 18. Hits. And a 20. Hits. One. Okay. Well, Still plus hits. D4s. Okay. Um, so, let's see here. We have D12s. And I also need a deck save for lightning. Okay. Um, that is 11 plus 16 is 27. 27 points, points of damage. 27 okay. points of damage. And then that deck save, please. I failed the deck save. I rolled a natural two. That's eight points of lightning damage as well. Okay. Ah! Ah! Okay. This thing is not feeling good right now. Um, you've, uh, you've, it's, it's looking pretty bloodied at this point. Um, straight is not feeling good. Kronthud, you have off two. So you are still on the raft. You are closer to the starboard side. As you look off the starboard side, you see. Um, the one with fairy fire. As you look off the port side, you see the one that Otham is attacking. Is there? Are his tentacles still up here on the raft at all? No, no, no. It just he he slapped at it, and then, it was actually his tail. He slapped at it, and oh. just it's it kind of flipped back in. Um, how close to the surface of the water is he? You can see him. The water is where you guys are. You can actually see probably like the very tips of, of Bright Axe's horns, and you can see this thing's back. Like it's it's at this point the water has sheathed off of it, and it's it's there like a okay. like when a whale breaches, you can yeah. kind of see like that. So how far away is that from me? Is his back where it's above uh, not, the water? Not far at all, like fifteen feet. Oh well, that's if if even that actually it's probably, quite a distance for a gnome. So oh, well, yeah. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. Let me let me think it through because I got to think. They went off. Uh, it's probably 10 feet. I am going to jump through the air uh, and try to ever. slam him with my hammer. Okay. All right, just make the attack. Okay. You, what's okay. your strength? My strength is a 16 plus 3. I hate to interrupt oh, the yeah. flow. I hate yes. to interrupt the flow, but are you still recording? I just got a message pop up that said that Croker is now the host. Yes, I'm still recording. Okay, yeah, sorry. Recording. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Yeah, he's the okay. co-host. Okay. So you jump, 
I jump, and I get a 24 to hit. Okay. Yeah, that hits. All right. And, of course, I'm doing this two-handed. I figured of that course. without. I get 10 damage on that hit. Now, what happens to me? Am I going to get a second hit? You are going to, because of the way that you were jumping at him, because you, your strength is thus that, that a 10-foot jump shouldn't be too much of an issue, um, you are going to, you, you kind of land on him and you bury the axe in there pretty good. Um, and yeah, you, or the hammer, that's what I meant. Sorry, you, you I mean, you, it slaps into him hard. Um, so maybe make take a, a second one at disadvantage? Make, make a dexterity check for me. Oh, okay. Uh, check or save? I guess it doesn't matter. It's the same. You can, it's, you can make a save. Yeah. It's the same thing <laughs> okay. for me. All right. I got a 15. A 15. All right. So you hit and slam that hammer down, and you keep sliding just a little bit on him, but you do manage to keep your feet, and you can go ahead and take a second attack. Sweet. Well, that was even better. 26. 26 hits. Please. Uh, for 10 more damage. Okay. All right, and this thing is openly like it's wounded. Oh yeah, it's okay. wounded. It's got big Rolthor. square right. square holes in its back. That's right. <laughs> Rolthor, your turn. All right, so I'm going to cast. I'm just going to do lightning bolt. Okay. I'm just going to do it at fourth level. I love this idea. Thought it was a good idea. Mm. All right, uh, you make a deck saving throw. Okay. You're shooting a lightning bolt at the creature in the water. In the water. In the water. Where he everybody sure is. Sweet. He's yep. never yep. worried about his friends. In the. This, I mean, this is why I love this idea. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone All right, so is I, going to get hit. So the Abolith failed the throw. And then everybody within, I'm going to say 10 feet of it. So that's going to be Bright Axe and Cronthud and Croker and me. Yeah, all you guys. So Bronthud, Bright Axe, Cronthud, Croker, and Meep. All of you need to make dexterity saving throws as well. Um, am I out of the water? Oh, I guess I'm touching him. Yeah, you're touching him. Okay, that makes sense. That's a 20. And which, which saving throw? 22. Dex? Um, you make a dexterity saving throw, yeah. Okay. Uh, 13. Okay. All right, so whatever, whatever Dan, uh, Meep, what'd you roll? I rolled a 14 because I'm exhausted and everything's at disadvantage. <laughs> it stinks, man. Everything we've done now has been ability checks. <laughs> okay, so Cronthud and Meep. You yeah. guys are going to take half of whatever the damage that he rolls is. Um, everybody else is going to be just fine. Well, it's only a lightning bolt done by an 8th yeah. level magic user. So right, right. It's only 4th level. It's yeah. only like 40d6. Yeah. It's no big deal. No big deal. Oh, by the way, I just need to ask I, a point of... Uh, at the beginning of this, we hadn't slept in a while, right? No, you guys no, had all had a long rest except me. Right. Okay. I, okay. I saw that in a text. Okay. Yeah, you guys That's, you guys had a long rest. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable with this lightning bolt. Okay. 
Because I did not All have right. a lot of hit points left. <laughs> so, so Rolthor, what's your what's your damage there, brother? Uh, Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Oh, wait, 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 well, I didn't want to do fireball because water. Water. <laughs> so he does lightning instead. <laughs> right, exactly. Forty-eight. I'm sorry. Forty. Oh okay. my gosh! Thank goodness, dude. You're, you would have you had me below half my hit points in one shot. <laughs> so, so Krantha and Meep, you guys get zapped pretty damn good by this thing. Um, but uh, however. It does turn belly up on you and begin to float in a charred, blackened remains. It is done. Can I, can I, I yell. say that Rolthor has done more damage on me than I think I've had done in like the last eight or nine games? <laughs> <laughs> now you know how Brightaxe feels. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I think if you get close, you can still smell burnt I just had to make sure it did the damage. I was really paranoid. That was awesome. Oh, that was awesome. I yelled to everyone. I yelled to everyone. Try to save the tentacles. It's the best part. (laughs) All right. Um, Meep, what are you going to do, buddy? Well, I'm in water. I just got attacked, and then I got fried. I think I'm going to try to climb up under the raft. Don't forget, you're also diseased. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're at disadvantage, right, to get on the raft. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what am I using, Chappie? <laughs> that, that'd be just dexterity. Simple dexterity. Okay. Um, wait, 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 wait. You're getting to the raft, isn't it? Pro- no, you're going to use strength. you got to uh-huh. heave yourself up onto the raft. Ah, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> um, that's going to be a two. Oh, wait. I have, I'm blessed. A four. A four? Yeah. You get to the raft, and you put your arms up over it and begin to pull yourself up, and then you just feel yourself slipping below the waves again. <laughs> and you manage to hook a claw in a piece of the twine that's Otham's twine, and you, you don't even get your head above water, but you get your snout far enough above water that you can still breathe. <laughs> yep. Okay, cool. I'm just going to hang there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I like it. All right. That Abeleth is dead. Um, it is now Lethok's turn. Uh, he is going to turn and take a look around and see that uh, Otham is engaged, although. Congratulations, Otham. I had no he, idea. He does not recognize that Otham is a shark. Um, and so he is going to actually grab Meep. Yeah, he's going to grab Meep and pull him up. Um, onto the raft and say, we got lucky. A shark is trying to kick this thing's ass. Let's get out of here. Um, <laughs> it's, it starts yelling at everybody to go. He doesn't know you have that ability. No, I know. So I know. He starts, he starts yelling at everybody to haul ass. So he, he, he yanks beep out of the water and just starts saying, go to the shore, go to the shore. And that's going to be his turn. With that, the other Aboleth, the one that's in much better shape, as in, you know, not dead, um, is going to... Uh, 
Oh, first, Autumn, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. All right. Oh, wait. No, I don't. You've, you're already diseased. No, I don't. I don't need, I don't need to disease you again. Um, appreciate that. So, yeah. However, well, you know, are you sure? Are you sure? I, however. I'm nothing if not generous. Comma. Uh, comma. <laughs> um, okay. And it is going to... Nope, it's just going to swipe you with with, uh, with both tentacles. Okay. Uh, one's going to be a hit, and one is going to be close. So I got a 23 and a 17. Okay. So that'd be 40? No. That was just to hit you. Oh, oh, hit oh, you. oh, oh, I'm sorry. Does, right. does, the, seven, does the 17 hit? Yes. Uh, the yes. 17 does hit. I think I would say... Uh, of course. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I think Optim has this newfound power. He's like, oh, that's 40 hit points? Like, no big deal. Normally, they'd kill him. So, no, oh, shut up. That, that's true. He is a shark. I forgot. It does. Yeah, it, it does. does hit. A, it, it does a total of twenty-one hit, twenty-one points damage to you in your shark form. Right. Are you still a shark? I am still a shark. Well, it has nice. more hit points than Awesome does. That's awesome. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coker. We are back around to you. You are still in the water, if I recall correctly. Yep. So there's this. Where's the other one now? It's on the other side of the raft from you. So you guys all fell off the starboard side of the raft and were thrashed around there. It's on the port side with uh, Otham as a shark. Uh, how much further forward is the shore? Um, Brightax quit pulling yards. you, but the, but the drift kind of kept going, so I'd say probably 25-ish yards. Um, I'm going to say the either by drifting or whatever, you're just – you're motion kind of carried you a little ways the motion of the ocean the motion of the ocean the thrashing and the bashing all right well then i'm going to uh continue to swim forward towards shore okay with the the, the raft is pretty much falling apart correct um no lathok and meep and rolthor are on the raft but it has seen better days it's not going to take much more damage. Yep, it's just the creatures of the, excuse me, the other side. I'm going to uh, uh, hold my, I'm going to move maximum uh, swim speed footage uh, forward. I'm going okay. to hold my action if a technical, it's a ten, technical, if a tentacle tries to grab technical me, foul. I will, I don't think I'm in, I'm, a, I'm not in range of one of the tentacles, am I? Uh, it's hard to say from where you are, but you, you don't feel like it's focused on you right now. Yeah, so I'm just going to swim ahead. If it reaches out for me, I will hit it with my axe. Okay. All right. Um, that was Croker. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to go for another melee attack. And uh, I again, I have, uh, since it's damaged, I have blood frenzy, so I get advantage on that. And that is plus not all the plus, plus four. Plus a D four. A D four. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. D four. Um, uh, Thirteen misses. Ah. All right. Um. Oh wait, thirteen, nineteen. I'm sorry. Plus sixty hit. My bad. Nineteen hits. Outstanding. Um, and then I will two D eight. There we go. Jeez, oh Pete, you're going in the trash. Uh, that's six <laughs> points of piercing damage. Okay. So it says hit, 
Oh, never mind, because it's a monster. It says hit 13, and then it has the 2d8 plus 4 in parentheses. Right. Okay. It's, it's telling you average damage, and then it's telling ah. you what to roll if you don't want the average. We, we, we typically do not average play average damage. Oh, yeah, we, we, we typically don't play average damage. <laughs> That's that's if you have a really big game, you're just trying to speed it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was off them. Bright Axe. All right. Uh, how far am I from this other abolith that's engaged with this shark? Um, I mean, he's not right next to you, but you can get to him this turn. Okay. I'm going to get to him then. Okay. And hew him mightily with my axe. <laughs> okay. I like it. And as things progress, I'm raging. I'm going reckless. Okay. Okay, the first swing will hit a 27 to hit. Yeah, that does it. The second one is a 25 to hit. Yep. Okay, so we've got 9 and 16 is 25 damage. And give me a deck save for my lightning. Ooh, that's not great. Uh, deck save. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a fail. That's a five. Okay, so that's another six points of lightning damage. Okay. All right, and this one is hurting as well. Uh, Krantha, you are atop a floating corpse. Carpus, carcass. Carcass. All right. Can I see the other one from where I am? Um... Yeah, I mean, if you were, if you're trying to line up like a, like a, I'm just like a shot. For a spell, yes. For a spell, you'd probably be fine. If you were trying to shoot like a crossbow or something, it would probably, because you're, you're shooting basically through the raft. Right. So it's just, it's hard to see. You know it's there. You can spot it well enough. So certain spells are not a problem and certain spells would be difficult. I'm trying to shoot uh, my uh, ranged t- uh, spell attack for guiding bolts. Okay. That's, Do I um, think I have a chance? Yeah, you're. Pr- I mean, you're probably all right because okay. you're shooting. Through, you're shooting through friendlies, so I'd say yeah, you're fine. All right. So if I hit them, it's no big deal. I get it. Well, if it's roll Thor, you don't really give a shit. I'm oh, sure. Oh, I got a twenty-seven, so it goes that, right. That doesn't threads the needle. It goes right between them. Roll Thor, you feel some slight heat as he shoots straight through your legs and your balls warm up momentarily. And it was a big one. I, I was casting it at a higher level, so mm. it was a little bit bigger than normal. Sorry. All right. So Roll Thor, you were you were just um, you were you were just manscaped against your will. <laughs> That's good. It's all heat. I'm okay with that. It's all heat. Yeah, it's true. True. Just a little warm. Uh, I got a total of twenty on it. And the next points person, damage? Okay. Yes, 20 points of damage, and it has um, the next attack roll against it has advantage. Okay. Because it's lit up. All right. Roll Thor, that's to you. You have advantage on your attack. And I'm going to, for my, for my bonus action, I'm going to, like, hold on to uh, – I'm going to use my hammer as a, as a pole to uh, start, like, trying to row – this abolith body to the shore. <laughs> okay, fair enough. This is dinner. This is dinner. Row, row, row. We are we cooking a course. fire and we are having this for lunch. This abolith is going to be delicious. 
we that's right. Replenish our rations anyway. Since the Absolutely. That's right. Cook it up. It'll keep for at least a day or two. All right. Roll Thor, your turn. How far is this thing from me? Uh, 10, 15 feet. Okay. Hey, you know, um, I don't know. There's a shark. That makes shark steak would be great, too. Mm, a shark makes a fine meal. Shark steak. Uh, Otham's not in his chair. He's not <clears throat> listening to us right now. Oh, that's too bad. Okay. All right. Proceed. I'm going to cast. Um, it's just the one. I'm going to cast light. I just need to make a saving throw. Light? You're going to cast a light spell? Blight. 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 What, Blight. What, what type of saving throw? Is that a dex or con? Throw. Oh, sweet. I'm good at those. 23. Oh, bitch. All right. Well, that worked. Okay. So you take half damage. Okay. That would be half of 35. So 15, 16, 17. Okay. Okay. Uh, Meep, you are... Lathok pulled you out and planted you firmly on your back. You are prone on the raft uh, and coughing up some water. But you're alive, and it's your turn. Is there any tentacle monster nearby me? Uh, I mean, same one Rolthor was just shooting at, 10 or 15 feet away from you. Okay. I'm going to uh, cast Branding Smite, pull out my hand crossbow, pull it back, aim down the sight, and say, you little fucker, and shoot. Okay, I like it. And I got a 20, a 20, even. Might, might, as, well, might as well be a million. Yeah, you hit it. Okay. Uh, so let me see. Okay. Sorry. Okay, 19 points of damage. Okay. So a little crossbow bolt of light. Okay, so you blink. Um, and again, it was the back of it was kind of breached up, which is why you were able to hit it without, you know, taking a disadvantage of your shot. Um, and you sink that bolt, and you hear it. There's an audible kind of hoof. As the air exits, whatever orifice the air exits on this thing, maybe all orifices at once, um, it's hurt bad. Um, Lithok. Um, oh, uh, I forgot the target now sheds light in five feet radius. Sweet. I like it. Um, Lithok is going to... Okay. The GM Lithok is now is... figuring it out because he doesn't want to do too much that's good for us, but he also wants to play the character. So. He wants to play the character, but he, he doesn't want to get the kill shot on the on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so he is going to actually, um, he is going to use his master of tactics. He is going to tell, oh wait, Croker's swimming away. Um, fuck it. He's going to throw up dancing lights and kind of light the way and 
to be able to show you guys how much further away shore is and to be able to see this creature clearly. And you can see there is blood in the water. Um, and then he just starts, he starts, um, he, he takes out his own weapon and starts using it to just a row. Um, he's trying to get away. Um, that's going to bring us back around. What's that? Unfortunately, it's a hand crossbow. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a dagger. He's just moving really tank. fast. <laughs> um, the Abaleth, then. Fuck it. He is going to disengage. Yeah, he's going to take the disengage action and swim away. He is not feeling good. Um, so he's going to take off. What is his speed? Okay. So he moves off uh, quite a ways. And you can actually see the light from Meep's crossbow bolt as he as he slithers away. He's about 40 feet out. So those of you who have ranged attacks can still make them. Um, however, he is underwater. Um, so your ranged attacks, depending on where you're shooting from, may have uh, may have disadvantage. Uh, but he, he disengages and moves away. He's had enough. Has, did anybody hit him after me? After you this time? Yeah. Uh, Roll Thor, did you hit yeah. him? No, me. Yeah, yeah I, me I, pit I, him. Me pit him too. Yeah. Me pit him too. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. Sorry. Okay. So we're back around. Croker, you're swimming, right? Is Croker still on? I cannot see. Croker. Croker, you are muted. No, that's just how he talks with the slit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep, there you go. Yeah, how, so Croker, how much closer am I uh, to... Uh... Well, if you're... If you're done, if you're not going to go after him, or you're not going to take a shot at him, which you're swimming, so it'd be kind of dumb. Um, we'll say you're just going to be the first to hit shore, um, and then after yeah, that, Otham, I'm just going to get on shore you... and prepare myself. Okay, Otham, are you going to give chase, or are you going to let him go and start heading towards shore? No, I'm going to go after that dude. You're going after him? Okay. Yeah. What's your swim speed? Uh, Forty. Yeah, you keep right up with him. Not a problem. All right. And I go for the bite with advantage. Do I still have the okay. four, or is it is it D four gone? No, you still have the four. Okay. Uh, that's sixteen, eighteen, twenty-four to hit. Hits. All right. Where's two different D eights? Because that one suck. Those two suck. And that's a little better. Uh, that's seven plus four, uh, eleven points of damage. With exactly zero points to spare, Otham, how do you want me to do this? Go on. So, so I'm swimming. I'm swimming with it, and I'm just like, "Oh no, you're not getting away!" And I, I dive down, and it's only you said it's only twelve feet deep, but I dive down to the bottom, and I come up, and I just rip right into it, and just nice. big bite, and I come up out of the water with it. And like spin over on my back and land in the water. Nice. All right. Otham is uh, giving up the gun show. Very nice. And there's a moment <laughs> of silence as we all stare and realize that Otham just made his first kill. What? <laughs> Thank you. You're like, wait a minute. He can be a badass. Wow, look at that. <laughs> Given the opportunity. All of you are shocked that he's even still conscious, much less killing things. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay. All and right. The, and so the elf goes. 
I'm a little buffy got him. I was going to go try to headbutt it with my horns. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So you all kind of wearily managed to make it back. Right X kind of pulling this raft behind. Um, uh, a couple of you swim up. To I, want, the I want Meep. I want to go over to Meep and let him surf in on my back. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, and I both of you end up just laying over top of him and letting him. <laughs> you actually have an extraordinarily difficult time getting on him and riding him because both of you oh. are getting really slimy. Yeah. Are we? Uh... So you make it, yeah. You make it. You're knee deep in the up, water, coming up ashore. You're 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 all tired from the fight, okay. but you do make it up to shore. Yes. And do they look visibly like they have sliminess on them? Yeah, and in fact, um, it is not long. Meep got Meep got diseased first. Um, it is not long before you realize he's having a really hard time breathing, and his skin is going translucent. Like you're able to start Me. seeing like the musculature underneath of him. Come here. I, I, I can't, man. I'm Come. shaking. All right. I go to him and I lay on my hands. Ooh, your uh, hands are, they're so rough. Um, it is, uh, I am able to use five of my hit points uh, from lo- uh, lay on hands to either cure a disease or a poison. I will cure the disease of, from you. Oh, okay. Hang on. Let me see how this works. It works by curing the disease. (laughs) It's just that easy. (laughs) So you actually, Meep, you feel... Oof. You feel slightly better when he does that for you, but you realize you're still sick. And you're starting to um, you're starting to have a really hard time breathing, and you're almost it's like your skin is is it's going translucent. It's almost turning to like a jellyfish consistency. So wait, Throw them in the water. Throw them in the water. Nothing. Ha- I mean, it, it didn't fix it. Gotcha. Okay, guys, it's been so good to be with you, and I just want to wish you the best on your trip. Might as well throw him away now. He's not edible anymore. Well, I have I have lesser lesser restoration, but isn't that what you just cast? No, I laid on hands. Okay, I'm going to cast lesser restoration on myself. At what level? Uh, at the only level I can, level two. Ooh. Let me look that up. That might not do it. It's all right. so you guys notice um that he's really looking ill um are you still in the water or did you come all the way up on shore i came up on shore okay yeah he's having a really hard time breathing oh crap does the water look like it would be nice to get into i mean what type of hard breathing like i just the is the air going in me yeah, but yeah, no, you're 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 you're, you're struggling to breathe. You're okay. you're inhaling, but it's feeling like it's just not doing anything for you. Let me just say, from experience, it sucks. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, I will fair enough. I push him back into the water. Towards the water. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hang on. Get under the water. 
See if you can breathe water. water. It's done something to you. Are there multiple diseases on him? Would I know as a paladin, like when I laid my hands on him? Because I can cure multiple diseases and neutralize multiple poisons with a single use. No, it's it's in the amount of power you're putting into it. It's very specific into what you do with it. Um, okay. However, let me re let me reread what it's saying on that one. Yeah, um, that's not going to do it. Okay. I am breathing underwater. When I get underwater, do I feel better? Yeah, you feel, you actually, when you're, when you're underwater, you're breathing just fine. Oh. Um, I feel like I am? Like, do I still have my body or am I like? You have your body, but your skin becomes almost like jellyfish skin and you get super slimy. Um, yeah. And oddly, when he touched you and gave you hit points back, you actually didn't gain any hit points back either. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm feeling better. If I take my head out of the water, can I say anything or is it immediate that I feel bad? No, you can, you can talk. That's fine. Okay. Okay, guys, really weird. And I go back into water and I'm going to pop up. <laughs> But for some reason, water is easier to breathe. And I go back under water. And I come back up. What am I supposed to do now? And I go back under water. And then I'm going to pop back up. Guys, you got to help me. Can we put him me. in a bucket? I go back under water. Meep, I have a cure for you. Here, let me cast axe on you. I'm going to get... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to swim a little bit away. Okay, I know I should be repulsed by this. But at the same time, I can breathe under water. And that is kind of cool. So... So I watch Awesome. Um, so Awesome is still a shark. Oh, is he? And he's oh. he's swimming around, but he you do notice, assuming he gets close enough to shore for you to see, which I'll leave it up to him. Um, but the the skin is looking the same. And can I sense that? Even though I mean I'm a shark, but I can still sense that there's something weird, right? Oh, you you feel ill. Yeah. Yeah. So so. Um, I think I'm going to keep swimming. I, I okay. uh, blind sense doesn't allow me to figure out what they were doing on shore as far as uh, uh, Meep getting back in the water. No, I would have sensed Meep getting back in the water. Yeah, you would, you would sense me because I'm so. Bleeding, so so well, he here's could... here's the thing though, as a shark, you <laughs> you you don't have the same intelligence that you do. You you have a general Wait, feeling wild for shape what you would do. Wild oh, shape you're right. You're right. I'm thinking of polymorph. Yeah. Polymorph, he wouldn't. Yep. Sorry. Never mind. Ignore me. Yeah. So, so I, I'm like, I think to myself, wait, Meep got back in the water. Do I? And well, I don't know that he got hit, so that doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm gonna come up and just talk to you, man. Cool. I'm Dude, swimming around. I can breathe water, and I'm slimy, and I don't feel good. This is weird. And I just kind of, <laughs> I shake my head up and down. Because that's all I can do. I'm going to roll him over and see if he goes to sleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> or you kill him. You yeah. know, either way. <laughs> um, I, I don't think there's anything for me to do at the moment. Uh, I just kind of – I think I have to wait and see what we can figure out here. 
I'm going to grab onto his dorsal fin and say, let's cruise. (laughs) (laughs) We do a hot lap. (laughs) Okay. All right. So So, uh, when you're in wild shape, does your mind stay the same? It does, yes. I was thinking of polymorph. He's he's fine. So that means I could use telepathy to speak with you in your mind? Uh, I think so. I don't know, DM. So... I would say yes. Before okay. you before you take off on your hot lap, I say in my mind to you, I think maybe we need your ability with nature to figure out what the problem is. I have the ability to heal and to use medicine, but I don't know if it'll work. I laid hands and the disease did not go away. Do you know what this could be? Um, and I think, I think at this point I go ahead and I, I, uh, I'm close enough to shore I could stand. I'm shallow. It's shallow enough, right? Uh, yeah. It, I mean, if that's where you want to be, I, sure. Well, I, I don't breathe water here stand. in a second anyway. Who cares? Right. Well, I mean, I'm breathing <laughs> water right now. I mean, as the shark, actually, one of the things that said that I can't breathe out of water. So, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat either way. Right. So, so I, I, uh, drop my shape. And I pop out of the water and say, you know, we're both diseased. I go back into the water. I come back up. You know, I'm kind of going in and out of the water, kind of like Meep did. You can um, you can have a conversation. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah, Meep it's, 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 Meep. All right. You're 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 a person who dives underwater. How long can you hold your breath? That's kind of the same thing. Sure, you're okay. not necessarily breathing, but o- you can also. Talk. I say in your mind, you could just talk to me in your minds while we have this telepathy going. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I go back underwater because I'm more comfortable there. And uh, we have this philosophical conversation about what's going on. I go, well, we're diseased. Um, clearly, we, you know, we're, we're breathing water and we, we can't breathe out of water. So I just assume a, a disease or a curse. Of your, your druidness, you might know more and more about this than we do. Um, DM, I've, uh, you know, I, do, do I know what this is? No, this isn't something you have any experience with. No experience at all. Yeah, because I mean, I was Lethoc, really man base. Yeah, Lethoc, oh. however, walks up to you and says, I believe that was an abolith, in which case your people are in trouble. He's talking to Kranta, in which case your people are in trouble. They're going to have to either find a way to stay wet and able to breathe water as we cross the land, or they're going to have to find a way to stay in the water until we can get a healing spell powerful enough to take care of this. What, what happens if, <laughs> nice. I was what thinking about if, saying something about that. <laughs> what happens if they die? Then they're dead. I mean, does the curse or whatever go away? It's, it's a disease. And I don't know. We have no, no experience with that whatsoever. You've never had, you've never brought anyone back from the dead. No, not like this. No. All right. I do know, I mean, there are ways, if you can find a way to keep them enveloped or encased in water to breathe, or if you can keep them somehow, you know, magically within water, or if you can keep them even, even if we can, you know, build a, 
tub of some sort to, to transport them in. Whatever, they, you know, there are ways around this, but what, it, what, what it's done to them is, is not good, obviously. Is there any way to reverse it? Because there is no way for us to do any of those other things you just said for, I mean, any, there's, length, for any length of time. There is a way to reverse it. Um, uh, it takes a very powerful spell to do it. It takes a healing spell of, of from a rather powerful mage to be able to take care of it. Are any of you capable of casting healing spells at a high level? Uh, not the one that you are speaking of, I don't believe. I can do I can do magic at the high level, but not at the level of which you're probably talking about. How high can you do? I can go to fifth level. Oh yeah, you can't do it. You're not you quite me, there. Because you made me cross class. <laughs> I didn't make you do shit. I suggested. <laughs> um. So it looks like Otham and Meep, you're staying here. Goodbye. Well, <laughs> let's go, guys. <laughs> I can, uh, I can attempt to. So I do have people here still. There are still rangers about. We are spread out. We are few and far between. But if I can make contact, it's feasible that one of my clerics can help you out. But it will take some time. It will take a day. Well, we don't know what time we have anyway, so a day is no problem. We will just arrive when we arrive. All right, then I suggest you set camp. We will cook up some of this abolith for food and have a feast when your clerics arrive. All right, well, be, be prepared for a long night. It's... You have some time yet. Can we put them in a bucket? Do you have a bucket? A big <laughs> bucket, big enough. Fucking bucket. <laughs> well, he could polymorph into a goldfish. And Meep is tiny. Yeah, but the spells only last for so long. Uh, Six hours. Uh, Six hours is pretty good. But, um... Uh, with that being said, can we see the other side of the lake? The side you came from? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's... About how far roughly, was it? Roughly. Roughly, roughly you can see it. It was about 250 yards. I'm going to really maybe, maybe strain my vision. Okay. And just try to see if our friend is across the lake still kind of following us. Um, make a perception or investigation check, whichever is better for you. Okay. Ooh, I got a 23. 23. Well, the natural 19. You, you actually, you see him. Okay. Would you say a 23? Yeah. You see him. He's about halfway across the lake floating above the water. Okay. Um, he has an intelligence devourer on each shoulder, nice. but you don't, you don't see the rest of the pack of intelligence devourers. Okay. 
Maybe they're surrounding us and protecting us for the evening. <laughs> yeah, sure. That that sounds great. <laughs> I, um, I mean, if I were an illicit, I'd be protecting you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so if if we need to keep these guys wet, couldn't we wrap them up in a blanket that was soaked or something like that to keep their skin wet? That would take care of part of the problem. You would keep but them wet, which, which they need, but they need to breathe. That's where the bucket comes in. They could stick their head in the bucket. So I say we stay here. We make camp. Sounds and good. We fix them as LeFouk gets his friends. Okay, I, I will say you could probably transform Otham. He could probably transform into like a a small fish, couldn't you? Yeah, and I have uh, I, I've got polymorph. I could change you into a small fish. How long does that last? Oh, probably not that long. So let's just let, we we need to just stay the night. An hour, up to an hour. That's not going to so work. It's I'd, fine. Have, I'd have it's to concentrate. Fine. Yeah. Go have fun out. in the water. Just stay away from any other aboleths you find. Then I take my leave. I'll be back as soon as I can. Thank you. We appreciate just, you. He just turns and take. It's almost like he just melts into the night. He's just gone. Poof. Poof, he's gone. I keep he's my eye on our friend coming across. Um, he's actually paused. He stopped. Oh, okay. He's keeping you, – you get the idea, because he's not much closer than he was when he was at the base of that cliff. You get the idea that he's trying to keep 50 to 75 yards between you guys. Okay. He's, he's just – he's keeping distance between you. Do I believe that there's anything that we can set on fire to make a fire for this evening? Uh, I mean, you've got a thing of endless twine or endless, endless cord. I mean, can't like we just tack some well? of that mushroom stuff off? Yeah, I don't know how well that would burn, but you you could yeah. certainly you've got between you you've got the resources. Yes, you could find things that are flammable. It's usually pretty. Uh, uh, if nothing else, I could use a couple of torches and just put them on the logs as well. Sure. So, all right, we're going to uh, pull the aboleth out of the water and attempt to carve it up for food. Sweet. So what Sweet. do I? Sweet. What do I need to roll uh, for that? <laughs> survival. Survival. All right. I approve of this plan. I will eat hardtack and hardtack only because <laughs> obviously <laughs> since uh, that thing touched everybody. It will be sure. cooked. Sure. You ever eat blowfish in Japan? It's only if it's prepared correctly. Oh, you know how to prepare aboleth. I have lived. Yes, I've lived down here. Theoretically. So you, you could try. <laughs> you can trust me. I got a 19 nope. survival. 19? Yeah, I mean, you are able to. It's, honestly, it's for, for a creature this size. It's not terribly right. difficult to find the muscle parts. And just, it's, you know, you're not butchering this to, you know, you're not Gordon Ramsay or anybody, but you certainly, you, you can make a passable, passable amount of aboleth steaks out of it. And my goal also, is to make please, at least two or three days worth if I can. 
Sure. And you also need to note, it's still only midday. You've got quite a while before right. you can actually get the benefit of a rest. Right. So you guys are hunkering down. So, yep. um, but yeah, you can, um, what'd you say you rolled? 19. You're pretty confident. You've got a, you've got a couple of days worth of, uh, yeah. worth of food there. Keeping them fresh might be another issue, but. Well, at least they'll we be salt it. We could salt it. Yeah. I don't have salt. Yeah. You guys don't have salt. So I, I cook all these things up and I cut an extra few steaks that are raw and I kind okay. of throw them about, I take them about 40 yards uh, along the shore and I put them down and then I kind of wave at our friend okay. that's floating and then I walk back to camp. Okay. I kind of wave and point at him like, here's some food if you want it. And I figured he'd like it raw more than he would cooked. So, um, okay. So, Rolthor, what are you doing doing during this time? Uh, I, mean, I, I was trying to figure out if I could cast a healing spell at that high of a level, but I don't have any healing spells. Period. <laughs> Well, uh, I wonder why why he even checks. Like seriously. Well nope, that was fire, fire, electricity, <laughs> death, fire, nope, no healing. Yeah. <laughs> well then I was looking to see if it was something I could learn, but I don't even have anything I can really learn. Um can't really get arrested. I mean I guess I can help Hanta cook. So I can learn something in case I ever need to cook on my own. Okay, Awesome. what are you doing in this in this downtime? I mean, you're in the water, obviously, but are you trying to do anything else? Um, no, not really. I, I mean, I can't think of what else. I'm okay. just trying to check out being in the water, see if I can okay. learn anything nature-wise from being in the water. Okay. Since I didn't grow up around the water, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever wisdom I can gain from, from being in the water. Can you say right, water again? <laughs> water, water. Right, X. Um, I'm just gonna chill out, uh, sharpen the axe a little bit, um, explore briefly up and down the the beach where we are. Um, but not go out of sight of the group. Um, see if I can find some choice abolith bits for my uh, my little critter. Nice. My yeah. No. It is. It is thrilled with everything you you put its way. It doesn't even give a shit. It's. It could be blubber. It could be meat. It could be any, anything shy of bone or tusk, and it's very happy with. Hell, just tell him he's got that entire abolith to eat. Go for it. There you go. He's got everything left. (laughs) All right. So it moves on. You guys are there for, I mean, you're there the better part of. You didn't ask me. Oh, I'm sorry. I did. You're right. I skipped you. You didn't ask me. uh, And you didn't ask Meep. Oh, you're blubbering in the water. I, I know what I know what Meep's doing. Oh no, I have a plan. And it's well, there okay. there are, there are two things that I would like to do. A, I would okay. like to take a look at the boots that I stole off of uh, Grix there that had the uh, the stomp of something on them. Okay. 
So it was like uh, uh, he would stomp and do like Thunder Wave or something. There was some sort of magical boots that he had that I took off of him when we killed him. I don't remember if that was a magical boot or if that was a thing he had. I have to look him up. Okay, so what else are you doing? So I'm going to do that. And then I'm also going to reach into my bag and uh, take a look at those books that this uh, guy has been trying to uh, kill us over. Okay. And and call Cronthud uh, uh, over to take a look at it since I'm I know magic but I don't know a lot of magic. Okay. All right. So um, go ahead and make Cronthud. Uh, are you going to go and help with that? Yes, I will see what he's talking about. Okay. What so are these? go ahead and make. Go ahead and make either an intelligence or an arcana check. I would rather take an arcana check. Okay. Come on. Uh, uh, we still with our. Uh, are we still blessed? <laughs> no, that was only a no, minute. No, that's worn off. Uh, I. I oh, I got a sixteen. Oh, there we go. I'm sorry. You got a what? Sixteen. And fifteen. Sixteen. Okay, so you pull these on, or, or take a, pull these out, these out, and take a look at them. Um, and you recognize immediately <clears throat> that these are a little beyond your comprehension. Like it's it's just obvious when you open it. It's like when I open up a physics textbook. It's like I understand <laughs> the words, but I have no fucking idea what they're talking about. You know, I'm like I just trust the physics people to do the physics stuff and don't worry too much about it. But that's kind of where you are with it. You're like, oh, this is over my head. But what I can tell you is it deals a lot with um, devils and a lot with conjuring and controlling things from that plane. And there are a lot of, there's a lot of research into travel to that plane, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of false starts or a lot of starts that, that are not successful, but it would be, for someone who is interested in that sort of thing, um, it would be an excellent jumping off point. Hmm. So if you had, I mean, nobody here is a wizard, but if you had a wizard who was into that sort of thing and could, you know, kind of pluck at bits of the weave and try to make things work together or work right or whatever, theoretically that would be an excellent starting point to some spells of that sort, but not, but without having the actual, you know, spells themselves. So they're valuable okay. to the right people. So the right mage, they would be very valuable. Well, we shall go find that mage. And make all him. sorts of money. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much dropped the mage who was really after him, but you know. Oh, there are others out there. Yeah. Um, to that end, uh, the other thing. Whoops, I gotta go back now. Fuckers. Um. The boots that you pull up. So what is it you're trying to do exactly with the boots? Well, I wanted to see if they'd fit me. And okay. go from there. So these boots came off of a dwarf. So you go to put them on. You kind of pull your own boots off and wiggle your toes a little bit. Um, and you, you pull these on and they would really be like, you know, really large hiking boots on a normal sized person or 
Uh, you know, something along, along those lines. But they do shift size to fit your feet. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. So, and that's really all you can tell with, with the amount of time that you've got with them. Um, that's really all you can tell at this point, but they are, I mean, that, t- that gives you a pretty good indication. They are magical in nature. Perfect. Yep. Okay. And Meep, you said you had a plan. What's your plan? You are muted. Tie a rope around my tail, stake myself okay. to the ground so I don't float away, sleep face first, and put my, um, my little centipede out to guard me. Okay. All right, so your little centipede starts. It's almost like a kid's toy, you know, when you wind it up and it makes a little flipper go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's almost like that. Um, it's just, you hear this, you guys on shore hear this, and you just look out and you just see this thing going around them. Um, and but just you, like those things, they kind of wobble in the water more than they actually move. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Um, you manage to drift off. Um, you feel yourself, you're in this weird, it's almost, I mean, honestly, because you can breathe underwater and you can dip your face in there, it's almost like you're in a sensory deprivation tank. It's not yeah. quite, but it's getting close. Yeah. And you start to get to that point where you're, you're on the cusp of, am I asleep? Am I awake? Am I starting to hallucinate? Am I just going to be tripping balls here in a second? And you see kind of a light in front of you. Don't go towards the light. I'm going towards the light. Ah, oh, <laughs> damn it. So you guys, um, any of you who choose to look over at Meep at any given point, see what looks like, first of all, he looks disgusting because you can see through his skin into his musculature. So he looks just gross. And you see him, though, you see, you know how when a, like a dog is dreaming that it's chasing something and it kind of just starts kicking its legs or a cat does, you know, kind of the same thing. You see a little bit of that with his tail and you see him kind of, he kind of shakes, kind of spazzing out a little bit, but you, you guys don't think too much about it. Um, and then all of a sudden, he just stops moving. Uh, and Meep, you open your eyes on the other side. Oh, all right. We'll see you in 10 minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> And you are, you're in the same room that you were in before. Um, you're lightly strapped down just to keep you from freaking out. And um, the woman, the female gif is in front of you. And she says, are you there? Are you there? Yeah. What? I'm going to flutter my eyes and be like, yeah. Is this going to happen every time from now on? I don't know. You tell me. I'm not going to get any sleep if this keeps going on. I too well. You're back. Yeah, I'm back. All right, we're taking this to the big man. She starts to unstrap you. And at that point, you just flutter your eyes back again, and you're back into your meat body. You're back onto our side. Okay. So I, I go out again, and I'm, I'm back? Okay. Yeah. So I didn't get any sleep, did I? No, you didn't get any sleep at all. Oh, shit. Okay. I guess I'll wake right. up and sit there and swim around a little bit. Okay. Think about things. All right. Now you will get, uh, because of the nature of what you're doing, you don't have to sleep to get the benefit of a short rest. 
So you get that, but it's not going to help you at all with your exhaustion point. So if yeah. you are going to recover any recoverable stuff for your class, you yeah. can do that, but you are still, you still have a point of exhaustion. All right. Okay. All right. So the day kind of wears on and on and on. The afternoon moves on. Um, Otham, you discover kind of the same thing. As the day goes on, you look down at your hands and it's, they go translucent just like Beeps has. Um, and you realize, oh, I'm pretty fucking gross on the inside too. Like this is, this is weird because you can, as you move your hands, you can see like the tendons and the muscles moving and things like that. It's actually, in some regard for you, it might be kind of cool as just like a study of what's going on inside of oh, you yeah. biologically. I'm, I'm, I'm totally fascinated by it because it's nature. I, yep. I'm totally just like moving my hand and watching it like Michael J. Fox right. and uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. Rolthor looks out at you and realizes that you're spending an awful lot of time focused on your penis, but, you know, at this point, who wouldn't be? So, because that's kind of cool, too. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and, and then Krantad, you get steaks cooked up, you make lunch, everybody eats. Um, you all can have the benefit of a short rest. Okay. Um, and your day is just wearing on. Is there any kind of, I mean, it's just a long day of sitting there. Brad, actually, you've been up and down the shoreline a couple of times. Um, is there anything, any conversation you guys would like to have? Gentlemen, does anybody need any healing after, uh, uh, obviously, uh, taking a short rest, you can heal up something, but does anybody need any extra healing on top of that? I'll let you know in a second I'm going to uh, use a hit die to take care of that yeah you know what I didn't take that much damage so you could oh look at that there what about go. others I could do a prayer of healing it takes 10 minutes might as well we got all day and then you could take your short rest and gain some stuff back right well, I don't get spells back for short rest, but uh, but that's okay. I have I have a lot, so yeah, you, I will do yeah. a prayer of healing to uh, okay. gain hit points for everyone. So who all is in on the prayer of healing? Because you'll have to kind of gather by the fire, or at least Bright close X. to the shore. Me. That's fine. Bright X was just out walking last time I heard. So are yeah, you waiting I, for him to come back? Does he need any it? Healing. I don't even okay. need any healing, so don't worry about it. I don't need any healing either. All right. So okay. it's, I guess it's just. Croker, Meep, Awesome, and I. Okay. Uh, everyone, so, yeah, go ahead. So you get actually fairly close to the shore so that Meep and, and Awesome can get in there and Croker. Yep. So you're all fairly close to each other. Um, and you begin your prayer of healing. What does that look like when you do that? Um, I sit down and into my meditative stance. I, uh, I say some words. I mutter, mutter some things to my God. and um, Our God. Our God, that's right. I have converted you, and I uh, let's see. It's just verbal, so I just I, I just pray to him. With I put some incense out like I normally would when I'm meditating, and everyone gets a, a ten points. Okay, don't take them yet. Nope, don't take them. So yet. you sit down, you begin your prayer, um, and you are you're a good six seven minutes into it. Um, and Otham, you actually feel, you feel it first. And then Croker, you feel it very soon after. And, and Otham, you feel it because you're in the water. 
and you can kind of feel the ripples around you kind of going and, and Meep would probably feel it too, but he's fucking tired. Um, Croker, you start to feel vibration. Uh-oh. And then Rolthor, Brightax, Crunt, that you all, you guys all kind of catch it at the same time. You start to see the ground just kind of starts to vibrate. And like all of a sudden the sand just starts to, or the, or the little bits of pebbles and, and rocks and just kind of um, alluvia or whatever you call it, um, just starts to dance a little bit. And then out about 25 feet north of your fire, um, the ground just opens up and a huge crater just kind of opens and it, it starts to crack and crumble underneath of it and then it all falls in and then up comes what you recognize immediately to be Bessie. And the, the mouth opens wide. Rise. That's right, the spice Bessie. must flow. That's right. The mouth opens up. You can see a red glow within. And that's where we're going to stop for the night. Damn oh, it. I want to kill Bessie. like 30 minutes. <laughs> we Fear got like the, 10 minutes. <laughs> Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind killer. Let's kill that's it. That's right. Let's destroy it. All right. Whoopity doo. So that's where we that's where we're gonna end it tonight. All right. So we'll start Thanks. we'll we'll start with rolling initiative next week. Next Sweet. time. <laughs>